It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to today's episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, I am super, super excited because can you believe that we're coming into the end of 2019? Depending on when you're listening to this episode, it might already have clicked into 2020, but the time of recording and time of this dropping is we we're a couple of days out from uh, the new year and new decade clicking over. And as I do each year, it's time to reflect. It's not, I won't, don't, won't bore you with my entire decade of reflection. We might touch on a couple of key points because holy bajolies. If you'd asked me 10 years ago if I was going to be where I am now, I would have probably laughed in your face. I'm just trying to think exactly 10 years ago. No, exactly 10 years ago. I would not have believed you if you sat me down and told me all the different things that had happened over the last decade. But that's probably a story for another time. We might actually touch on that in the new year. For today, I wanted to spend some time reflecting on my key learns, lessons and loves from 2019 because it has been a massive year. So much change so many good things, some some things that are just downright shit. I'm not going to sugarcoat them. Uh, and some amazing shifts and changes in my life, which I'm super, super grateful for. One of the key lessons for me this year, and it really was clarified so literally crystally clear in water uh, across the Easter or Anzac Day long weekend, actually, um, not Anzac Day long weekend, the Anzac Day public holiday this year was a moment when I was swimming with my dear, dear friend, Dr. Andrew Lease, who has a practice over in uh, Fremantle, uh, sorry, in Apple Cross, close to Fremantle. He lives in Fremantle. Um, and we'd gone out to Rottnest Island and we actually went we went snorkeling. Well, he went snorkeling. I went nearly drowning is how that actually went. And if it wasn't for him actually pulling me up onto a rock, as I uh, discussed with him afterwards, which was the closest country to where we were swimming, and he did mention it was Mauritius, uh, I was on my way there. And then that's that was a really clarifying moment for me for so many reasons. Number one is it made me realize that I was unprepared for what I was about to entail. Number two, it's so, so, so very important with who you surround yourself with because if I hadn't been with him and he hadn't realized I was struggling and dragged me up onto a rock, things could have been a lot more drastic. And number three, and most importantly, which has been my theme of this year, is life is too short, and I'm not even going to pardon the language, is life is too short to fuck about. And there's been so many uh, moments this year where that has been in the back of my mind when I've been making decisions and staying so close to my alignment and making sure any decisions I was making was aligned to where I want my life to be going is that life is too short to fuck about. And that was clarified most prominently in that moment where I got off onto shore, had a cry, realized how close things had got and realized that this year was about shift, change and transition. And through that period is it's just it's fascinating when you start actually designing your life with with a different mindset I hope that makes sense. We talk a lot about it in BQS and those of you who've been following along for a while, you know that I spend quite a lot of time discussing discussing our mindset and how we're framing things and for me that frame of things need to be a 
basically an F yes, or it's definitely an F no in my life at the moment. I don't do things out of obligation anymore. Uh, and if there are things that I need to do because it's my duty to do them, it's a very different thing and it gets framed very differently. We're going to touch more on that next year uh, in the evolution of BQS, which uh, watch this space because the evolution is coming. There's going to be a shift and a change and a shift of format that I'm really, really excited about. I don't want to quite uh, announced just yet because I'm not 100% sure of the timing just yet, but it is coming BQS listeners. So make sure you keep your eyes and ears out for it. One of the things that's been shit this year, but also I have so much gratitude for so many reasons. And some of you might be going, sometimes you speak double Dutch, Dr. M and I get it. Uh, one of the things that happened this year that those of you who've been following along would know that my mum um, had a recurrence of her cancer uh, in late June. And, uh, and that was definitely game changing for lots of reasons. Number one, it showed that mum's body, uh, was not doing what it was meant to be doing at that time. She was in hospital for six weeks. Um, she was, was very touch and go for a period of time. Thank goodness is she pulled through a very big operation. My mum's 82. Yoda's 82, just in case you're not sure. Some people don't pick her age, um, from her pictures because she doesn't, uh, she doesn't look 82, but she's definitely 82. And, um, she came through a massive operation and, is home and living independently, which is fabulous. I'm so grateful though in that experience was that it actually really clarified again for me that life is too short to F about. And it was the catalyst for me moving back to Sydney, my home base, uh, my home base back to Sydney, I should say, so that I could be closer to mum. Some people have asked if I actually moved in with my mum. And as I will joke, I said, no, I'd actually like to keep her alive. Is that what I realized is that, uh, me moving in mum with mum wasn't going to serve either of us well, but me being closer to home and closer to my social networks was going to serve me much better to be able to be the best daughter that I could be and to be able to get to see her more often whilst also continuing on with my life in a way that makes, I know makes my mum happy. I know that my mum was getting really worried about uh, my circumstances down the coast and, and me being back in Sydney and connecting with my broader social network is something that I know brings her joy uh, and brings her, I suppose, some peace of mind as well, which is a very, very good thing. So sometimes I often have people say to me, oh, you must be really struggling with the fact that your mum's sick. And don't get me wrong, I have my moments and I'm really blessed that I have some awesome friends that on the moments where I've crumbled to my knees about what's happening with mum is they very quickly pick me up, dust me off, and sometimes offer me a spoonful of concrete, others offer me a hug. It depends who's picking me up in that moment and what I need. But it's amazing. I feel really blessed about the people that I have surrounding me and, and that, uh, that through that period of, of such great stress, amazing things actually aligned very quickly. From the moment I decided it was time to move my home base from the south coast back up to Sydney, it took 10 days to sign off on a lease, which to me is always a great indication that I was on the right track. That's also been a theme for this year and something I'm very, very grateful for as I've, I've become more aware of what signs I should be looking for for the alignment in my life in the right direction. In the past, I used to be really good at forcing things, like really, really good at it. Uh, unfortunately, being really good at forcing things often means you don't get the outcome that you're actually after. However, what I've realized in 2019 is that when I stay true to what uh, my purpose, my core purpose, what is in alignment with my values and my, not to sound dicky, but with my truth and where I see myself going, is it's amazing how I get the signs faster of what direction I'm meant to be going in and how much ease and grace there is with them locking and loading into place. It hasn't always meant that things have been perfectly uh, in place for me to actually launch into decisions and into action steps, but it's all fallen into place at the right time. And 
and having the faith that that's going to continue to happen is something I've been working on very much this year. The other area and lesson that I've learned this year that I'm I'm very very grateful for is the the power of unconditional love and that again some of what I'm talking about now for some of you be like wow this is a bit of a shift Dr M and it's not stuff you've necessarily talked about yet and I've stressed yet because coming into 2020 is that uh, these are some of the things that we're going to be talking more and more about when we're looking at the what helps you be aligned when we're looking at your body, head and heart is unconditional love is such a big piece of that. It doesn't mean we have to like everybody, but we we by having gratitude in that space around anybody that's come into our life can be such a powerful leverage as we're actually designing the next stage of our life. And I feel really blessed this year. I've been in I've been introduced and met some amazing people that each one of them that have come into my life, whether it's been for uh, a short time, a long time, whether they're reconnecting with old friends that have actually been a part of my life for, for literally decades, but we've been out of touch and reconnecting. Each person that's come into my life, I feel really blessed because I've learned major lessons this year from from lots of different aspects of life. Again, I'm going to touch more on that next year. Um, but it's been it's been phenomenal and I feel really blessed. I've got some wonderful, wonderful friends who – uh, will deliver me truth bombs like nothing else, uh, but they also will deliver me the biggest unconditional hug in the world when I need it to. And I and I do. I feel truly blessed by that. And one of the biggest turning points for me this year was, uh, and in many ways it will be your action step for this week, BQS listeners, is one of the biggest turning points for me this year was going to Byron Bay and doing my dear friend Marcus Pierce's uh, weekend course of Exceptional Life Blueprint. It was something that I actually did a few years ago with him when I actually hosted the event uh, down in my practice in Shell Harbour locally for him. And uh, he'd invited me up to Byron to do the course again. He he actually said, come up when he'd come to MC my book launch in March. He said, why don't you come to Ex- Exceptional Life Blueprint? He said, what else are you doing? Uh, I was adjusting to being newly single and going, well, nothing. <laughs> and so one of the most amazing things about that weekend was not only did I have an amazing day with my shaman who lives up there, but I also had amazing two days of uh, having the opportunity to sit back, check out of normal life and actually sit back and look at from an umbrella view of my life and which areas were perhaps lacking with the way that I was living my life at the time. And at the time living down the coast is what I found myself becoming was more and more isolated socially. And when I looked at the Exceptional Life Blueprint, which MP is amazing at teaching it, is he looks at, at eight different areas of life. I think I've got eight, right? And the areas that I found really missing for me was my social aspect and also my relationship aspect being sing- relatively newly single and looking at all oh, that, those areas were really non-existent. And so one of the, that's something I've certainly focused on coming into the end of 2019 and it's made such a big difference. I'm going to put a caveat on that though, is making sure that the people you're hanging out with are people that are actually helping you level up. What do I mean by that? I'm really very, very blessed. And I've said that a lot in today's episode. I'm sure somebody, I'm sure there's somebody in my world that will actually count back how many times I've said blessed and I'll probably get a message about it on Tuesday. However, she knows who she is that's going to be counting them back if she actually listens. Um, but that's the thing is that making sure you're surrounding yourself with people that actually help you level up, that they're going to help you be the best version of you, not people that are bringing you down. One of the areas that has certainly become apparent this year is that I I, I notice, depending on who I'm hanging out with, is my inspiration to be the best version of me can be 
either accelerated or there's some people that I don't talk about the other things that I'm doing in my world because I know they're either not going to be, well, my guess is they're unlikely to be supportive. So I don't tend to share that with them. So then my choice becomes, well, I can either spend my time with people that might not be supportive of the direction I'm going, or I keep hanging out with people that think what I'm doing is really cool and they're actually encouraging of it. In fact, they want me to accelerate faster. And it's something that uh, the more I hang out with people that want that, the quicker I want to go and the more that I'm able to achieve. And it's something, as I said, I'm really, really grateful for. So the moral of the story today, BQS listeners, when I reflect back on this year is that it has been huge and it would be really easy to look back at all the things that perhaps might have had a negative touch to them or they've been tough or what I could do and what I do do on a regular basis, which you would all know by now, is that I look at the frame of, What lesson did I learn from those tough times? What was the cool thing that actually came out from the other side of it? And what will I do the same in 2020? What will I do better in 2020? And what is now just line in concrete I will never do again in 2020? And that would be my suggestion to you, BQS listeners, for your for your action step this week is when you're reflecting back on 2019 is exactly that. What did you learn? What areas, uh, what would you do again in 2020? What were you going to do better? And where are your concrete, where are your, where are your lines in the concrete that you will never do again? Because that's the key to us up continuing to up level and expand and grow is that there's certain things that we need to let go of. Sometimes there's certain people that we need to let go of as well. Um, and being really mindful of that and living your life des- by design rather than letting it design you. Or another way of putting that is making sure that you're the queen over your stress rather than it being the queen or king over you, depending on which one is appropriate. So before I love and leave you for 2019 BQS listeners, my top five, a little bit different actually, my song today, it surprised me that this was a song that came to me to finish uh, 2019, but I think it it sums up the year pretty well, which is Joy by Bastille. Um, It's yeah, it, it really, it's, it's a cool song. I like that song. Don't like all of Bastille's music, but that song I quite like. And, and I quite like the, uh, the words of it as well. I think it's, I think it's appropriate today. Book that I'm reading this week. I'm actually doing my homework for a very cool course that I've got to do, um, getting to do in February, which is called, uh, with an amazing guy called Mike, Mr. Michael Grinder. He's just phenomenal. Uh, I got to the, the pleasure of doing a one on one session with him earlier this year in October. And uh, I've, talking about game changing, but uh, his book, The Elusive Obvious, I'm reading at the moment and it's fascinating. De-stress this week and over the last week, I might be a bit bleary eyed, but that's not because I've been staying up late. It's because I've been getting up early to do my sunrises with my accountability buddy, the amazing Emma Scott, because uh, I, this is when we start hanging out with people that want us to be better. And I saw her doing something that I went, I need to step up because if she can do it, I can do it. And one of the areas that I find now uh, something that de-stresses and decompresses me is in life there's stuff that I'm is totally outside of my control. There's some projects at the moment that I would really like to – they've been simmering for ages. They need to drop, lock, and load. And right now there's not much I can do about them, particularly over Christmas, New Year. However, what I can do is I can be living the, the life and designing the life 
and taking the action steps that I do have control over. So doing my sunrise practice, meditation practice, grounding practice in the morning and getting into the water is something I absolutely have control over. And if I continue to take the right steps and create the right momentum, that's when I see amazing things happen very, very quickly. Yesterday was one of those days where within a day after doing six days of sunrises and being up in the falls every single day is that within the space of four or five hours, so many different things happened that were just mind-blowing. Um, some good, some not good, some relieving, some shocking, all of the above. The gamut was phenomenal. But I know that that happens quickly because I'm taking the right action steps. Thoughts and my final thought for this week. May the year ahead, actually before we even look at the year ahead, I hope that you can spend some time, BQS listeners, going, reviewing your 2019 and I would highly suggest reviewing your decade as well and really look at the areas of, of where the really cool things, where the golds come from. More often than not, i found when I do these reflection pieces is that it's actually through the toughest time the best pot of gold sits at the end. So that's it for this week and this year, BQS listeners. I hope you have a great week ahead. Bye for now and I'll catch you next week. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.